Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide, welcome in to episode number 211 of the Wise, no, this is not the Wise Words podcast, this is the Talking the Line podcast, I don't know where I'm at, I was thinking about it, it was a great episode, shout out Kevin Roth, might as well just start there, for yesterday's episode of the Wise Words pod, season 2 episode number 8, but hey, we're here in the present, Talking the Line podcast, can't thank you enough for stopping by on this beautiful Thursday of bets, now we have one hell of a loaded show coming at you today, but before we get into that show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping like that aforementioned Wise Words podcast. Hey, maybe it was just a free plug. Maybe I meant to do it all along. Who knows? Also, uh, if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you could be so kind to do so you can find it in your heart while you're watching today's show hey hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live we would love to connect with you live here on the show Maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the Talk in the Line website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 211 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous January 27, 2022. I am your humbled Honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, analysis, and dive into more rabbit holes than we know what to do with. We got some late breaking news here uh, as the show is just starting, so enough from me. I won't waste any time. I want to bring in my man so we can do a little reacting and ranting together. So without further ado, help me welcome him on in. You know him as the man, 
the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and hoping to quickly turn the corner into the next season, the TTL Cruise resident Southsider wearing the black and white pinstripes himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner! How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. Beautiful Thursday here in the Windy mm. City, my mm. man. Nothing crazy going on whatsoever in this town, uh, you know, about around these oh. parts this time of day. I, I don't know oh. what could possibly be going on. Uh, how are you, my friend? I am doing oh. uh, absolutely fantastic. No complaints <laughs> whatsoever. So uh, how are things on your side, dude? Well, hey, as per usual, it's a spectacular day to be alive. I am doing absolutely terrific. The rest is up to me and thee, and uh, I'm choosing to spread positivity here on this gorgeous Thursday. Um, Yeah, no major news, nothing coming up. Uh, Yeah, that's not right at all. Uh, We just had a Schefter bomb right before we came live on the show. The Bears, after hiring Mr. Ryan Poles as the new GM, which I was not upset at all about. We talked about that on yesterday's show. We now got a head coach that I'm not upset about with either Matt Eberflus, former defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, if you're not familiar where he's coming from, but you're a big Bears fan saying, who the hell is Eberflus? What the hell is that? No, Matt Eberflus. And of the remaining candidates we had, I was all about him. He was uh, he was my number one pick um, outside anybody. He seemed like he had the most potential to me. And yeah, newbie just chirping me saying, oh, but you guys could have had Doug Peterson. My friend, I think you're just a little bit too jaded, old Dougie boy, getting you a little Philly Philly special and getting you that piece of hardware on your mantle there i ain't about it i love eberflus i love the move partner you even mentioned to me pre-show you did not mind this move from the bears if they were going to go for anybody this was probably the best direction they could have gone in really I would say, like you said, of the people that they had been candidates for, my personal thoughts, if you're investing into a first-round quarterback, you should target an offensive-minded head coach. That's my personal feeling for any franchise, let alone the Bears. They're just not going to do it. But it didn't sound like they had too much of a grasp on Byron uh, Leftwich, Brian DeBall. And after those two guys, I really don't know. You really would have been taking a shot at the dark in, in most cases, and I doubt Nathaniel Hackett, who just... Uh, got the old Denver Broncos gig. I doubt he would have uh, went to, uh, you know, 120 miles south to old Chicago Bears to do so, the same uh, job. <laughs> to do the same job. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you. Uh, I, I think you got the best of what you possibly could have this year. 100%, man. I'm in for it. Um, you know, I, I like what you said there, though. I wanted an offensive coach. Byron Leftwich was my number one. But, I mean, looks like reunited and it feels so good. Down to Duval County going Mr. Byron like we knew he would. I mean, hey, 2008 <laughs> uh, drafted him. I figured, I figured it would happen. I figured... Uh, uh, he would go down that track. I, I mean, I know they haven't signed anything officially, but it's it's looking like that. I wish the Giants would quit bullshitting and just bring in DeBall. Um, he is the man. I he was yeah. he was my number two as well. And then yeah, I mean, you're pretty much on the same page I am. Outside of that, it was like what offensive mind? No, I'm not trying to go down and beat that horse with old Doug Peterson. So I'm good to go on all that. No. Sign me up on Eberflus. Bear Don. You know the drill on this side of the screen, baby. We got a. Hey, we got another eight, nine months before I even got to worry about that again either way. So I'm tapped out. I'm locked into college basketball. I'm ready for pitchers and catchers a couple of months, a couple of weeks, not too far. Hopefully they get the lockout figured out there, the old MLB. But hey, speaking of college basketball, we did a little betting on that yesterday, didn't we? We sure did. Oh, well, us being a full transparency show, anytime we uh, do give out them aforementioned bets there, we... 
promise to recap them, whether we do good, whether we do bad. We ain't running from them, we hiding from them, because we're going to show up here the next day anyway and have to answer for them. So without further ado, the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day from January the 26th, 2022. I forgot. It was a little <laughs> longer than usual. Let me bring us over here. All right, partner. First things first, dude, uh, you're heating up a little bit here. Uh, Monday wasn't terrible, only one loss. Tuesday, not too shabby. And then Wednesday, here we go. Perfect. Uh, love the Oklahoma play. I just wanted to stay out of the Big 12 and love the Heat play. 2-0, straight to the pay window, my friend. Any uh, overall thoughts? Anything you can uh, pull away from these two matchups to uh, kick things off for us here? Nothing too crazy, man. I uh, I think I might be on that. Uh, there's a lot of teams in the NBA that I am kind of fading right now when they play these other really, really solid teams to really good teams that if you can you know confidently say the heat are going to start everybody they're going to be you know going ball you know gung-ho trying to get this win then they're probably going to cover that game against there's a handful of those teams that i just have no faith in when they play these good teams and the knicks are one of them uh and the big 12 has been in a, in a has been an absolute madhouse but uh yeah i was i mean it was west virginia regression was my main thing that i was uh i can see what you're laughing about earlier, <laughs> west virginia regression was my main thing that i was picking <laughs> off of on that one and i yeah. proved to be right there so uh yeah take my 2-0 I mean, shoot, if you followed me on Action App, I added a few other outside of that. That didn't go well, but still positive on the day. Um, so I think I just need to stick with my best bets for the most part right now, dude. Yeah, man, that's what I've been doing. There's really no reason uh, to get goofy on anything else. If you don't like it in the morning, there's chances are uh, if you're trying to talk yourself into it in the afternoon, it's generally yeah. not the best play to make. If if I've been feeling like that, I've been tossing them onto a parlay, been making like mm. a six, seven leg parlay lottery ticket with 50 cents, something mm. stupid instead of yeah. just getting down the old rabbit hole. Man, I didn't like these in the morning. Now I think I like them and then I really don't like them and then oh. I get smashed by the time they uh, go to the window. I, I fall victim to uh, there's a ton of people that we respect in this industry, you know, just a casual like 4 p.m. in the afternoon scroll and someone talks something that's starting to talk my language about something that I might have already had preconceived notion. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, you know, you know what? what? Yeah. yeah. I love you guys. Hell yeah. yeah I'll show yeah, sure. some yeah. respect. And yeah, it didn't go that way. Bulls no. over was one of them. I was like, oh, Bulls rough defense, Raptors decent offense. And yeah, failed at the end there. So yeah, off my soapbox. Go ahead, my man. Either way, totally different rabbit hole down to the Bulls. Yeah. Didn't even have to do anything with the price <laughs> of corn. Always an opportunity to see red. Uh, opposite side of the screen, speaking of opposite, uh, my best bets of the day went 2-2. Two and two. LaSalle fucked us, my friends. Absolutely mm. brutal down towards the end of it. They uh, were leading for... 95% of that game and then just could not close it out. I don't know what was the point of flipping them to two and a half point favorites after opening them at one point dog in a damn Patriot League matchup. But hey, who the hell am I? I would still take the Explorers nine times out of 10. Probably 10 times out of 10, actually. Uh, Lehigh, easy money. No problem whatsoever. Mm. George Mason plus two and a half. Easy money. No problem whatsoever. And then Ole Miss. Hey, you know who you are out there? Partner, I got a fucking mush. Okay. I got a fucking mush. And okay. you know who you are out there, pal. You know who you are. You know you were on this play yesterday. Stop taking my damn plays and calling them your own. Stop mushing me. Stop mushing my doggone plays because that was horse shit too. They were leading that game. They were playing so doggone good. And then the, uh, the, old, the old Ole Miss yeah. showed up from the beginning of the season, the last 10 minutes of the game. Like, what? what is this? What's going on here? Where did this come from? Stop mushing me. I ain't doing it. I'm here to sweep the board, not play around. 
Two and two on the day for me, though. Help from partner. We got into the black for sure. Stayed in the green, not all the way up in the black, because of the Wednesday Warrior and the parlay pop-off. Damn, Tennessee Volunteers. That's That start is what killed a man, being down by 10 early. That was brutal. And then they come all the way back to uh, win it by seven. You sons of bitches! Yeah. Try to give it to him, dude. Oof. Sons of bitches, anyhow, man, is what it is. And uh, we took care of our business. It was the Wednesday Warriors' fault that uh, the parlay mm. pop-off. Did mm-hmm. not make it to the window. Damn you. Not us. Damn you, Wednesday Warriors. So there you go. There you have it. We're never running from them. And uh, hey, we ask you to judge us by our losers because we have so damn few of them. Shout out to Wolf of Wall Street if you're a fan of that movie. Uh, what do you got on your brain there? One more that you didn't mention, dude. Oh, shit. It's because there was nothing next to it. The money line dice, South Carolina money line one. Hey, we said yesterday if you are not hot, you're due. And I'll be damned if the old uh, Moneyline Dice weren't do. Now 1-3 on the week. 2-8 and eight over their last 10 bets overall. So uh, strap in. in. We got another bet for them uh, coming up here. Uh, third, fourth segment of the day. Um, that is going to be the matchup. Actually, NBA matchup. We're going to mm-hmm. the Lakers and the 76ers. And then we'll get, uh, before that, we'll actually get into our mag's best bets of the day, my best bets of the day. Uh, we got the board bender parlay. We got four college basketball legs and one NBA total on that bad boy today, paying out over 14 to 1 odds. That'll uh, wrap up the first half of the show. We'll recap everything for you, and then we'll get into second half of the show, talk a little nonsense, our mag sidebar, banter, a little bit of latest and greatest news, sports, gambling, and beyond, TTL announcements, motivation minutes, and we're out of here. Partner, anything else, uh, episode 211 or anything outstanding I didn't mention? Not that we can't dive into later. I mean, Big Ben officially, officially retires, which everyone knew was coming, but he at least officially retired, so shout out. 150%. 150%. Uh, sending a uh, quick little tweet back to our guy, Jeff Dawson, here. Of course. Uh, let's see. Good morning. Mm, uh, God, I'm just going to, because it's from the TTL page. So, hey, good morning, Mr. Dawson, if you're watching. Good morning, my friend. Good morning to you on Twitter as well. If you are watching, good morning to all of our network, all of our friends, all of our connections in the industry. Top of the morning to you. Wake on up. Wake up. Wake up, because we know a bunch of you are out there on the doggone West Coast. We've been up. I got a whole pot of coffee down it's time to get into it now speaking of coffee we got one final little bit we need to uh, accomplish here before we get into today's show so i ask you to lift your mugs up high partner was locked into some rabbit hole there i don't know what he was doing over there but now he's got his mug <laughs> in his hand up high to me to you and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous thursday best take your sip Let's get on with it. Also, partner, I can see your your brain spinning on something else over there. What what, what you got going on? I I don't even know how to explain it. So uh, you're, you're all over the map this morning. <laughs> I have a friend uh, who you are you you obviously are familiar with. My I'm the best man at his wedding, but he keeps sending ah. me these like really specific videos, like TikTok videos that are like the same. And I, he's just like laughing, dying laughing when he sends them to me. And I look at him and I just zero light bulbs going off in my head at all and i'm just i i don't get it dude i show it to my girlfriend she's like i i don't i don't, I don't get it either and then we laugh about the first one and he explains it to me i was like oh they fucking fucked that up dude they did that so stupidly and then he sends me another one that is even less less sensical and now i'm just trying to read him explain it and i'm still just like yeah all right dude for sure 
<laughs> Yo, you should tell that at sure. a party sometime. That's a hell of a story, uh, bro. That's a bad that... story. Well, you asked me. So. <laughs> me All right. Hey, well, I wanted to know what the hell was going on over there. It seemed like it might be something important. It was nothing to do with sports or gambling. You could have just said, nothing to do with sports or gambling. Don't fucking mm. worry about that. And then, uh, well, there you go. There you, you asked it. me. So now everybody knows. Well, you didn't have to go down the rabbit hole. Either way, there you go. There you have it. Plenty of rabbit holes up on tap here today. So get ready. Strap in. Get ready to dive deep. But for now, get ready for the first segment of the day. Episode number 211, you know the drill. Our mag's best bets of the day. He's only got two coming at you, and as a matter of fact, they're both coming out of one matchup. Both coming out of a Big Ten matchup. Who would have thunk that the Big Ten homer of the TTL crew would be bringing you two plays out of a Big Ten matchup today? Well, I certainly would. I did not think it was going to be this matchup, to tell you guys the truth. I was going to thought it was going to be matchup later on in the evening. This is the one that kicks off the evening. If you're privy to what's going on in college basketball, you know the drill. But without further ado, partner, let him rip. Let him have it. And as always, you have the floor. All righty, my man. First one up. I believe there's only one other game at the same time as this that we might also talk about. So almost Ooh. a standalone game. But mm. Wisconsin at Nebraska, the old Corn Huskers, my friends. And I am going to the Nebraska Corn Huskers plus seven and a half and... The under 146 down to 145. I like it right there, my man. Uh, large reasonings for me on this one, partner. Uh, uh, as far as kicking it off, that lit my eyes up is the line movement and the money and bet splits 100%. I will say that off the jump. 95% of bets, 99% of money on the Wisconsin Badgers. Mm. Opened at nine, down mm. to seven and a half. Um, and so just a ridiculous amount of liability on the old Badgers. Seems way too good to be true for a team that has not won a game, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, in Big Ten play. I'm not saying they're going to win this game. Uh, but at home, my man, they have been battling. They just covered a 8.5 spread against Indiana just a few days ago, about a week or so ago. Uh, covered a 12.5 against Illinois at home. They have been battling these spreads at home. And I'm expecting some offensive regression for Wisconsin here, my man. Uh, because of all the things that I just said, that also leans me into the under, which has also dropped about a point and a half since open as well. Um, so I like both of these quite a bit, my man. Wisconsin, 232nd in the country in effective field field goal percentage on offense so that's where I see a lot of this offensive regression coming they've been scoring in the 70s and 80s pretty consistently and if you knew what I was saying about that Tennessee game I this is kind of the cherry on top of before I dive into some trends that early starting game I could see this being a really quiet, early, ugly, bad shooting game to start out, kind of how we've been seeing with these some of these 4 o'clock Central Standard Time games, my man. They've just been weird atmospheres, and it's just been quiet, and these teams are struggling to put it in the ball uh, in the hole offensively. And I can see what we I can see that happening for Wisconsin tonight. They do play a slow tempo, so if that does happen, uh, you know they're not going to be able to battle back as far as the over is concerned and pour it in up over 146. So I like both of these a lot. I've got a handful of trends here. Underdog between these two, uh, between these two teams in this matchup, five and two last seven. Nebraska four and zero oh, last four at home. They've been battling, like I said there at, in Nebraska, six and two last eight as a home dog. Nine and three last twelve versus a team with a winning road percentage above six hundred. And the under, same scenario versus a team with a winning road percentage above six, uh, above six hundred. Six and two last eight for Nebraska to the under, and Wisconsin ten and two last twelve to the under versus a team with a losing home record. So they kind of sleepwalk against these bad teams in the Big Ten or around the country uh, in their non-conference games as well. And I just think that's what we see here today. Biggest thing that really tripped me was the line movement. 
Uh, so I'm coming in quick and in, quick in and out pretty quick on this one, partner. Two plays in one uh, one game. Kicking it off with the under 146 in Nebraska plus 7.5. I don't have all too much to say on this one, my man. I expect the Hus- Cornhuskers to battle. That's all I got. All too much to say, and uh, here he goes down another rabbit <laughs> hole. Just fucking with you. Uh, I, you know, I didn't like this one when I first looked at it this morning. I, I, if I was leaning anywhere, I was leaning the seven and a half. I just don't know when the wheels are finally going to fall off for Nebraska. Like, when are they going to stop covering? And I kind of foresaw them being a public dog. Now, obviously, they're not a public dog at all, at all today. It seems like everybody's on Wisconsin, but. It almost kind of scares me just a little bit, the fact that uh, that line has moved down just the ticks. It's almost like, oh, yeah, absolutely, this is the way it's going to roll. That, if anything, it scares me a little bit for the old uh, the old under because 95% of bets coming in on the under. So that is just a – it definitely seems like, oh, Big Ten under, easy money, no question. So I – too many question marks for me. I'm going to stay out of this one all in general. I know you're Big Ten, Big Ten guy all together. Um, but, yeah, just a few too many question marks on that one for me. And and one final thing, you always like to say, hey, I, I have a pretty keen eye for these teams playing, uh, playing each other year over year, especially when they're similar. Wisconsin's absolutely dominated Nebraska over, like, the last 10 years. So I'm just a little, a little scared, just a little scared. So I'm going to stay away from this one. Not my best bet, but, Mags, if you're in the boat, you're all the way in. Hey. Don't mind me. I just choose not to play the Power Fives at this point in time. Hammer in. Nebraska plus 7.5, which is where I'm leaning. And the under 145 or 144.5, wherever you're seeing it at currently on your favorite book. All right. Well, two plays, one game. Partner, anything else uh, from you, my friend? No, sir. In and out, like I said. Okay. Well, without further ado... We will get you back on the opposite side of the screen. We will move this around over to yonder. We will change this to my best bets of the day. That's doggone right. And last but certainly not least, we will do one of these numbers. Okay. I got four plays coming at you today, my friends. All four are mid-major college basketball games. I'm staying out of the Power Fives. I'm staying out of the nonsense. The SEC screwed us last night. The Big 12 screwed me the night before. I'm just staying out of them. I'm just, uh, there's no reason for it, and I'm going to stick to what I know, and that's the mid-major. So, without further ado, first matchup we're going to. Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders and the Marshall Thundering Herd. I'm calling this one the Conference USA Crusher, and we're taking the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders plus two and a half. I do believe Middle Tennessee wins this game outright, but I will gladly take any points with them that the books are uh, willing to give. Any other year, this would honestly be a spot that I would back Marshall, but if you have been watching this show, I have tried backing Marshall a few times in spots similar to this, and they have burned us time and time and time again. They are struggling right now. They have a firm seat right in the front of the struggle bus, and I can't help but see everybody around the marketplace right now saying, the herd have to bounce back right and generally when you're saying that probably not going to be the time that they bounce back quite yet they have burned us multiple times like i said and it's because they're seven and twelve straight up three twelve and two against the number so far this season six and five straight up but two five and two against the number on their home hardwood they haven't covered a game since december the 11th as a plus one and a half point dog and then they pushed on january the 13th uh of this year as a four point dog so i am not buying them as they favorites here whatsoever not to mention they're 0-6 straight up in Conference USA play 
play that is dead last in the East Division. Middle Tennessee, been great to us all year long, on this show, all the time. They've been cashing tickets for us left, right, and center. 12-6 and six straight up, 11-3-2 against the number overall. 1-6 straight up on the road. Sure, that's that's okay, though, because they're 4-2 against the number on the road. They played some damn good teams. Murray State, I hey, I wouldn't wish Murray State on the road on my worst opponent uh, ever. Also, Stephen F. Austin, UTM. Ole Miss, Chattanooga, Rice, and North Texas. I mean, they have played top-of-the-line premier opponents on the road. And I'm sorry, that's just something Marshall is not this year. Uh, I think the general public just knows Marshall. They really don't know much about Middle Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee continues to be undervalued. But there are a couple of key things here. Um, uh, Middle Tennessee is 3-2 and two straight up in Conference USA play. They're, that is third in the East. And not to mention, with them being 3-2, and two, if they win today, they can catch FAU and Charlotte and tie them for first in the Conference USA East. So, hey... I like all of that to shake out. I like all of that to happen, and I really don't think that uh, this is going to be a huge barn burner offensive type of game. Uh, in my mind, Marshall's been struggling offensively. Middle Tennessee shoots it well enough, but they really have been leaning on their defense, man. 91st in ADE, 82nd in opponent effective field goal, 31st in defensive turnover percent, 117th in true field goal percentage allowed, and 68th in three-point field goal percentage allowed, not to mention... They're 88th in depth, so I think they just keep that defensive pressure rolling all night long. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Middle Tennessee, 4-1-1 against the number last six as a dog. 6-1-1 ATS, their last eight road games. Combined the two, Middle Tennessee is 4-1-1 ATS, their last six as a road dog. 6-2-2 against the number, their last 10 Thursday games. And Marshall. 2-12-2 ATS, their last 16 as a favorite. 0-4-1 ATS, last five home games. 0-4 ATS, last four as a home favorite. And the dog in the last six meetings between these two teams is 5-1 against the number. Again, I think the Blue Wade... Blue Waiters. Blue Raiders win this run outright. She's try saying that 15 times fast. Blue Raiders win this run outright, but I will gladly take every point the books are willing to give me. First best bet of the day, Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders plus two and a half. I like it, my man. It, uh, you Kind of how you and I were talking before the show, this kind of looks like, not necessarily specifically about this one, it kind of looks like a, an expert trap, if you will. You know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say here? Mm-hmm. Like, I had having mm-hmm. it showing like this this early on in the day, and it appears, uh, you know, as far as bet percentage, is it on Middle Tennessee? Yeah, but all the money is on, uh, on Marshall, or 75% mm-hmm. of it, man. So mm-hmm. I really think you're in the right spot here, my man. I appreciate you, my dude. It's all right. If you ain't backing me, no big deal. But I appreciate you uh, saying, hey, I'm on the right side. Also, I will let you know, Middle Tennessee is 141st per Ken Palm, mm-hmm. 222nd for the Thundering Herd per Ken Palm. I think this line is well, bass backwards. Well, dude, one thing that we've been talking about from last year to this year, a lot of these teams, mid-major teams that cover at a ridiculous clip like Middle Tennessee this year mm. is this year are terrible against the number next year. So obviously this is long-term stuff, but maybe just take a mental note, like fade the mess out of Middle Tennessee next year. I don't know. Because hey, Marshall was a wagon against the number yeah. last year, and they ain't doing it this year. So definitely something to think about. I appreciate you and your feedback, partner. Let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. My second best bet of the day. This I'm entitling my friends. The Big South Slammer, that's right. We're slamming down every bookmaker on the market with the UNC Asheville Bulldogs minus one against the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. What do you got, partner? Did I miss the first one? What was the first name? 
the first one was the Conference USA Crusher. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I missed it. I missed it. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I, I saw you over there into something else. I, it's all it's all good. But Conference USA Crusher was the first one. Second okay, one, Okay. Big South Slammer. Okay. UNC Asheville Bulldogs minus the one. Another team that has been absolutely excellent to us all year long, the Bulldogs. And now we get them at a discounted price because they've had a little bit of scuffles here over their last few games. Uh, coming off of uh, three straight losses uh, against one against NCANT. Uh, it was a two-point loss, 73-71, to on the most horrendous no-call I've ever seen in the history of mid-major basketball. They should have sent that to overtime. The dogs should have died in overtime. They should have won that game on their home hardwood. No no, no question about it. They just lost to uh, Colorado, or not Colorado, um, uh, South Carolina Upstate. Um, they have played the absolute upset kids role over their last few uh, games here. I don't know where the Spartans have come from, but I tell you what, they have been murdering teams after just absolutely sucking to start the season. And then they just went to uh, overtime with Winthrop, and that was an absolute battle and a half, and they barely let that one slip. So I think we are getting them at an excellent price here just because of some, what on the surface level, ooh, three back-to-back-to-back losses, but at the end of the day, are a little bit of nonsense losses, and I think they bounce back in a big way here, especially on their home hardwood, where they're 7-3 and three straight up and 5-2 and two against the number. They are undervalued so severely here, and you have to back them. Gardner-Webb, 2-7 straight up, 5-4 and four ATS on the road. They've only covered one out of their last five games overall, and just because you know Gardner-Webb, you've heard that before in mid-major, that's just an overvalued brand name, and I don't think you need to buy into it with the running Bulldogs here today. Uh, the home-and-away score splits actually tell an even deeper story 75 points per game for uh, unc asheville 67.7 points per game allowed on their home hardwood only 64.3 points per game for the running bulldogs of gardner webb and 69 points per game allowed on the road i'm telling you man i've watched a few games of unc asheville and they just score at will at home they are absolutely nasty and i think that's what uh makes the difference for them they're 83rd in actual field goal percentage 35th in actual three-point percentage and 72 and a half percent they're shooting from the charity stripe simple comparison to Gardner Webb 122nd in field goal percentage actual field goal percentage 231st in actual three-point percentage and 69.1 from the charity stripe both teams are uh, three and three in the big south right now if you didn't know and actually the south division of the big south so the big south south if you uh, will I have to side with the home team and give the advantage to the home team in any situation like that. But you don't believe me on all that, my friends. Uh, I'm telling you, I've watched this uh, Bulldogs team quite a few times. They are damn good. Believe the trends. Gardner-Webb, 2-5 and five ATS last seven as a dog. 1-4 ATS last five versus a team with a straight, straight up home winning percent greater than 600. Gardner-Webb, 1-5 ATS last six following a straight up loss. UNC Asheville, 4-1-1 ATS last six following an ATS win. 9-4-1 ATS last 14 games overall. And the favorite in the last five meetings is 5-0 against the number. This Asheville team has been working to build a program that can compete in the Big South for the last few years. And now they finally find themselves in that position. I'm going to continue to back them all day long. Second best bet of the day, UNC Asheville Bulldogs minus one. I'm a fan. Jeez, I'm a fan of this one. Christmas. <laughs> I mean, even after Jeez. it's like two games, uh, at least a game removed from that that rough beat that you suffered. But even then, man, I think the the momentum is still going to be trying to build, getting that win last time out for him. I like it. I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I I love this play. This one jumped off uh, jumped off the board at me for sure. 
Next one up, number three. The Sun Belt Bookie Soul Sucker. That's right. We're going to the University of Texas Arlington Mavericks, and we're taking them plus three and a half in their matchup today against the Texas State Bobcats. Um, if you've been tuning into this show, I have been talking about uh, Texas Arlington over the course of the last few weeks of how I've been watching them. I've been like, man, are they really that team that we can buy? Are they about to fall off the cliff for a little bit? What's actually going to happen here? And they kept cooking, kept cooking, and just about the time I was about to buy in, I said, eh, I'm going to stay back. I'm going to see what happens. And here we find ourselves now. Why do I mention that? Because their last three games, they have lost outright and failed to cover all three of them. But let me tell you, it's a little bit deeper story, much like the Bulldogs' last three games. The uh, the Mavericks here, they lost 98-96 to at Arkansas Little Rock in triple overtime, my friends. Mm-hmm. Absolute heartbreaker. Lost 75-70 to after letting one slip through their fingers against Arkansas State at Arkansas State. Uh, that loomed really heavy, being away from home. And then they lost 62-55 to against Louisiana Monroe in overtime. Absolutely slipped through their fingers once again. They are coming off of three of the worst beats that they might have had over the course of their last five seasons. UTA is due for one of the biggest rebounds with how hot they are. I don't want to put anything in front of this train that they are going to be. If you don't want to keep it, because it is going to get obliterated. You are getting them at an extreme discount because of those losses. They look losses on the surface level, but they are heartbreakers at the end of the day. And the Sharps know it too. Last time I looked, 20% of the bets coming in on the Mavericks, but 50% of actual money wagered on this spread. I will take every point the books are willing to give me on this number but also with the anticipation that the Mavericks could win this one outright on their home court. Texas State's only uh, won three games on the road, uh, lost four on the road, and the exact same three and four against the number record away from their home hardwood. They've only covered two out of their last six games overall, and the away home scoring splits mean even more to me. Uh, Texas Arlington, 69.3 points per game at home. Texas State, 68.4 points per game on the road. 67.7 points per game allowed for the Mavericks on their home hardwood conversely texas state 70.4 points per game game allowed on the road i also think that uh, with those slight little edges with their depth the mavericks are able to stay a little bit fresher and continue to lean on those edges they're 16th in depth per ken palm uh the bobcats of texas state 133rd in depth per ken palm uh uta is four and four straight up in the sun belt texas state three and two straight up uh in the sun belt both teams are extremely similar right now and oh wouldn't you know it Both these teams' next games are actually each other, and wouldn't it seem like the only opportunity that the old Mavericks have to get right would be on their home hardwood before going on the road and playing this exact same damn team on their home hardwood? I certainly think so, my friends, and I'll let you do with that information as you will, but you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Texas State 2-5 against the number last seven on the road, 2-5 against the number last seven versus a team with a straight-up winning home record. Having a hell of a time with the R's and the W's here today, partner. Get the W's flowing today. Texas huh? State 2-6 <laughs> ATS last eight versus a Sun Belt opponent. Uh, our University of Texas Arlington 5-1 uh, ATS last six home games, 4-1 ATS last five as a dog, 7-2 ATS last nine as a home dog, and the dog in the last nine meetings between between these two teams is seven and two against the number. Give me all of the Mavericks at plus three and a half. I think it's a little bit of a Fugazi line movement. If you've been watching it here today, I'm all the way bought in for my third best bet of the day. 
I like it, my man. I uh, yeah, I think especially after the jump to three and a half, I think that is a beautiful price for you over there. Uh, yeah, Sun Belt just hasn't been. Uh, I haven't been as on top of the Sun Belt as I was last year. I think I don't know. Yeah, I've been on top of it. I just haven't been playing it, and I've just right. been watching it, seeing what right. the hell's happening. This is a perfect, big night for Sun Belt. Ooh, huge night for the Sun Belt. This is a perfect setup spot too. So <clears throat> there you go. There you have it. All right, I got one left before we uh, keep it moving, keep it grooving. This one is the West Coast Crippler. After we bring them to their knees with all of our three plays before this that we get straight to the pay window, then we are going to break their knees and cripple them from ever harming anybody else and trying to bankrupt them ever again after we bankrupt every book on the market with these four plays. So the West Coast Crippler is the Santa Clara Broncos, plus three against the BYU Cougars tonight. Um, this game actually jumped off the screen at me, and if you know me, I love backing the Broncos, and it's been a long time since uh, we've been able to do so. And I looked a little bit deeper, and wouldn't you know, BYU is the public side. Last I looked, 64% of bets, 84% actual money wagered on this spread, but the line has gone nowhere whatsoever. Can you say severe monetary liability? Well, I certainly can. I looked a little bit deeper, and I couldn't believe all the dinks that were happening here. This is the lowest spread that BYU has had set in their last 13 games. One of those games didn't have a spread set, so that's a big how you doing. I'll let you do with that info as you wish. There were 4-2 and two straight up and against the number on the road, but against a West Coast opponent, they're only 1-1 one and one straight up and against the number on the road. Do with that as you wish. Oh, 10-9 and nine against the number overall this season so far. How you doing? Santa Clara, lowest spread that they've had set in their last eight games. Hmm, how about that? With them being 9-3 and three straight up and 5-6-1 and one ATS at home. They were undervalued to start the season. Books didn't really know how the hell to value them. They were cooking teams. Then they started making them 7-9, 12-point favorites. Started getting a bad ATS record. Got a little bit better value on them now. Now we're in the perfect spot to back them yet again. Now, I mentioned lowest spread set for these uh, two teams here over the uh, last few games. Last 13 for BYU, last eight for old Santa Clara there. Looked a little deeper into the matchups between these two teams. This is the lowest spread that has been set between these two teams in the last five seasons and before that since 2015. Oh my gosh. On January the 26th, of 2017, only one short day ago, but five years ago, Santa Clara opens up as a three and a half point underdog and they win the game outright 76 to 68 on their home hardwood. Kowinky Dink, I think not. I don't think the defense is going to matter here today, my friends. Uh, in, in all honesty, I know that might be a little bit tinfoil hat, but I really do not believe so. I'm like, what the hell is going on here today? Uh, defense not going to matter. This is going to be an offensive shootout. Yeah, uh, from the first tip, game in, game out. And uh, with the Broncos being on their home hardwood, I think they're able to lean into their home crowd and really get on some runs. They're 33rd in adjusted tempo, 46th in AOE, 28th in effective field goal, 58th in offensive turnover percentage, 21st in actual field goal percentage, 42nd in actual three-point percentage, and they're shooting 76% from the charity stripe. They're one of the best offenses in the whole damn nation, for crying out loud, and they're on their home hardwood. Give me all of the freaking Broncos who are actually bigger and more physical 
than the BYU team. 31st in height and physicality per Ken Palm, 196 for the Cougars. And last but certainly not least, these teams are virtually identical in the West Coast Conference. Santa Clara is 2-2 two and two straight up, but that is with the first hardest or the first toughest rather conference strength of schedule BYU is five and one straight up in the WCC but that is with the seventh out of tenth hardest conference strength of schedule this looks like an upset special to me my friends and I absolutely love it if you're playing one you're gonna have to get your nitroglycerin pills and an extra energy drink ready because this one doesn't tip off till 10 p.m central standard time or 9 p.m central standard time I can't remember which one either way it's a late one however this is gonna be a blast to watch but you don't believe me on all that Believe the trends for the final time today. BYU was 2-5 ATS last seven versus a team with a winning straight-up record. 1-4 ATS last five Thursday games. And uh, Santa Clara, I always want to say South Carolina because I abbreviate it with SC. But Santa Clara, 5-1 ATS last six versus a team with a winning straight-up road record. And 4-1 ATS their last five as a home dog. Seems to me that everybody loves the Cougs, but this line still ain't going nowhere, my friends. Let's get on the Broncos and ride, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the pay window. Final best bet of the day. Santa Clara Broncos plus three. I'm real interested, my man. I am very interested because you might. I mean, the whole the whole trajectory of the Broncos season, my man. They were cooking. They look like as good of a team as any mid major team to start the season. Hit a little a bit of a lull in December, like you said. Some really good opponents and some huge spreads. I think they're packed, dude. The last week or so they've had, they lost to Gonzaga. Okay, that's freaking Gonzaga. And mm-hmm. uh, a tough mm-hmm. road matchup at St. Mary's. Uh, and they pushed that one out. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot if it's a bad home court advantage. Any idea what their home court advantage rating is? I'm pretty sure I was going to write it. I, I, I was going to write it down because I'm pretty sure it was like right in the one. Fo- I'll look it up real quick. It I was going to say. Whatsoever. It'll like take I was going to say, I know it wouldn't stop you. Or, no, no, or, no, no. Or I, and I'm, I'm just curious, honestly, because yeah, no, this I'll is a huge game if it is a decent at all, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in the 140s. No, not good at all. <laughs> okay. 294th, but hey, that's okay. okay. I'm that's not really right. worried about it. Yeah, no. I mean, still at the same time, they they have some other key stats on their home hardwood that, I mean, well, it's it's not. It's their not fans like are going to show up. This is going to be the one. <laughs> this is this is the game. Yeah, this is the game. I'm not really I'm not really all too worried about that. But uh, yeah, well, we're kind of on the same page overall in general with uh, some of their last games and kind of them being undervalued here. And yeah. Uh, I think that is exactly the classic case of what we're seeing. But there you go. There you have hey. it. Fourth, final Get the, get the win oh, yeah. tonight. See you again in 2027, huh? Pretty much, man. That's that's about <laughs> it, dog. I'm backing them one more time, and I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I need them. There you go. There you have it. And honestly, my friends, you know, I shouldn't say this as to not piss off the old gambling gods, you know, when you put shit uh-huh. out there. Just being a content creator and trying to predict the future in general, and you say something, they say, oh, you thought? You know, we're going to make the opposite happen, you dumbass. That being said, I may or may not have put all four of these bad boys on what is known as a LARPE of, of sorts. Ah. I, the, the word we will not say on this show, even though we give out a special one of them every mm, single day. We're about to. Maybe know. I'm really confident in these four here today. Maybe I'm feeling we're going to bankrupt the books. Maybe, maybe, if you got enough, be who you can afford to be. No sprinkle on them, on them as well. But play them straight. The play them straight. Don't be stupid. Play them straight too. Units, <laughs> and then maybe a, maybe a sprinkle. Don't be stupid. All right, moving right along. Third segment of the day. Special play of the day, the aforementioned board. Benda, 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 parlay. All right, this one is juicy as all hell. This one is absolutely insane. 
we got some solid value here, and I think this one makes it to the pay window, Mags. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't bring it to the show if I didn't think so, but uh, th- this one's got to go. This one's got to go, dude. Yeah. If this one doesn't to. go, I don't know. I don't know. If this one doesn't go, I don't know. I mean, Friday, four-pack's going to bounce back if it has to, but that nah. ain't going to be the case. We're about to yeah. get Because uh, I guess we really don't have uh, a Friday NFL spectacular to, to really accomplish tomorrow. Yeah, I guess so. we haven't talked about it yet. We only got two yeah. games. Yeah, we'll talk about it second half. So. We had a two-for-Tuesday this week, dude. We're uh, we're due for another. Need a little, uh, we need more than one in a week for freaking yeah. sakes, dude. Yeah, it's a tease. The tease this week are the are what's going down. Mm. So the odd, the odd days, the uh, mm. two and to four on Tuesday and Thursday. Let's go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, for sure. All (laughs) right. And on the Thursday, we dish out the board bender parlay. Five legs on this bad boy. We were going to do four, but there was a fifth. We simply couldn't pass up, and it turned it from plus 700 odds to plus 1,400 odds, almost plus 1,500 odds. So we couldn't turn it down. We had to put the extra one on there. Lock in. Listen up. Here we go. First leg, we're going to do to the... Florida Gulf Coast University Eagles on the money line. Uh, we love the movement on their uh, spread, but we just feel across the board, and we might talk about it second half of the show, today is going to be a nonsense day in college basketball. There's a lot of weird shit happening with line movement and just across the market in general. So to avoid any nonsense, we're going to take the former Slamma Jamma Fama Bama University on the money line. Florida Gulf Dunk Coast. City, Dunk City. Show. Second leg on tap. That was probably like when I fucking just absolutely fell in love with March Madness. Like that was that was probably the year that I was we just were like, in high school, right? I think we we're a little maybe maybe like freshmen, but I know just like remember I remember that time and I was just like, yeah, college basketball's for me. Like this is fucking sick. I love this. And like I'd already loved it before then. I was just like, yeah, this is this is that's my one of my one. favorite tournament moments my, for oh, sure, though. That team. They were so sick. Okay, second leg, my squad, my boys. Line has jumped up from one and a half at open. They're now favored by three and a half. But again, to avoid any nonsense, we're going to the James Madison Dukes on the money line. The Dukes have been solid all year long. Should have no problem handling Drexel here today. But once again, as to avoid any bullshit, we're just going to take them on the money line and not the minus three and a half. Third leg. This one I brought to the old partner, and he said, man, I can't help but to think that this is the one fucking spread we'll take, and then it'll be the one that doesn't cover, but they're still going to win outright. And I said, you know what? I don't know why you had to put that out in the world, but for some stupid reason, I agree with you. So third leg, we're going to the Jacksonville State Gamecocks on the money line. Uh, they are playing Kennesaw State Owls. Kennesaw State uh, coming off of a few key wins, but uh, against some lower-level opponents, and that is not what Jacksonville State is. They only lost to my Crimson Tide on the road by six Good points. Road Good road, road team. team. Excellent road team. And that's this is a, I don't even know what the hell conference is. Is this Horizon? Is this Horizon League? No, no. I it should know. be right on covers. You can see either way. Um, either way, I this is we're talking that versus an SEC school. So that I mean, and only lose by six. I know Bama's not the biggest Bama this year, but still, come on. So Jacksonville State on the money line, third leg. Got it. Fourth leg. I'll keep it moving until you find it. Keep Fourth it, leg. Keep it Fourth leg. We're going to. The Weber State Wildcats on the money line. It kind of felt a little bit dirty. What do you got, partner? Atlantic Sun. A Sun, that's right. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. It's in fucking Florida. Duh. Yeah. 
Um, Weber State against NOCO. We're taking Weber State on the money line. Um, NOCO really hasn't been that squad this year, man. They were my squad last year, and I felt kind of dirty taking this play at first. And then I was like, nah, I really haven't been back in NOCO. I'm really not burning anybody. And you know what? Let's go for it. So fourth leg, I love Weber State on the money line. Uh, NOCO has been in this spot time and time again. and has just flopped time and time again in these conference matchups so far this year. So there's the four college basketball legs. Keep the Jordans on. Slide on over to the NBA with us real quick. Staying on the hardwood for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. We're not taking a side. We're not that crazy. We just think the total's a little bit overinflated. So we're going to take the under 229 or whatever you're finding that uh, comfortable shit with this down to 225. I think this is way overinflated here today. Timberwolves Warriors under 229. You parlay all five of those bad boys up. You're getting plus 1,496 odds last time I checked. We are 0004 away from a 15 to 1 odds payout, my friend. Do you understand how pissed off these damn books will be when they have to pay out each and every one of us on this bullshit? I do. And I'm getting it straight to the pay window. I don't know about you. I'm a poet. I don't even know it. I'm setting the vibes. I am expecting nothing less from the board bender parlay, but a full bankruption of the books. I have Anything no other thoughts, my man. No, no <laughs> other thoughts. That is perfectly said. Uh, yeah, that total, man. I mean, Golden State just dropped 132 after having weeks upon weeks of offensive struggles. I think they're going to regress back to, uh, you know, low 100s, honestly. Like you said, I would take it all the way down to 225, man. 150%. Well, there you go, my friends. It's going to get a little glitchy for a second. I apologize. There you have it. The board bender parlay. You know when the glitch is happening around this time, you say, oh, shit, we know what time it is. That's right. It's time to recap all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Thursday of bets, also known as January the 27th, 2022. Please, so kindly. Ooh, fit right in there, baby. Please, so kindly rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, pencils, and paper, or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day because as you turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen, you can now hammer in R-Mag's best bets, his two coming at you from the same Big Ten matchup. Nebraska Cornhuskers plus seven and a half and the under 146 in the Wisconsin Badgers versus Nebraska Cornhuskers matchup tonight. Turn your attention to the right side of your screen. The mid-major king has now entered the chat. All four mid-major matchups coming from me tonight. We're taking the University of North Carolina at Bulldogs at home minus one the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders on the road plus two and a half the University of Texas Arlington Mavericks plus three and a half at home and the Santa Clara Broncos how about that for another form of horse plus three mm. for my fourth mm. and final best bet of the day things are lining up I'm telling you Kawinky Dinks left right and center in that matchup if you don't believe me go back and listen to the analysis but above us the special play of the day, five legs, paying out at over 14 to 1 odds, almost 15 to 1. The board bender parlay, five legs featured on it are the Minnesota Timberwolves against the Golden State Warriors under 229, the Florida Gulf Coast University Eagles money line, the James Madison Dukes University money line, the Weber State Wildcats on the money line, and the Jacksonville State Gamecocks on 
the money line. My friends, I see six straight plays that you know by now to play for one full unit or whatever you can afford, and one special play that you will play for one half unit or whatever you can afford, be who you can afford to be, that are going straight to the pay window. But before they can make it in that direction, we need to first lace up our walking shoes because we got plenty of trips that direction here tonight. But we also need you too. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are obviously primed for ticket cashing. And whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. Oh, baby. Hot uh, diggity damn. No, I'm James sure Madison you... up to four and a half. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. A little bit extra, a little bit extra action there. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, just, I'm uh, sure you know see. the name just of this place. Just under 1500 after I so I locked in the parlay just now. If I'm being totally honest, caught oh. the James Madison after that movement. Still 1487. Oh, okie dokie, Uh What's the name of the uh, Coliseum here, partner? I haven't a clue in hell. Bank. It's a bank. I actually don't know if this is like. Bigger chain like of Bank of Nebraska or, or like some goofy ass shit like that, like Bank of the Corn. <laughs> no, no, that's not a terrible guess. <laughs> Farmers Bank or like fucking fucking. <laughs> I think it might be a bank. The, the so Shuckers Bank. Bank. Pinnacle, Pinnacle Bank. Bank. Oh yeah, I would never fucking I was guess that. Say, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I've, yeah, I don't, like, I, there's no Pinnacle Banks in the Chicagoland area, when so. I, I search Pinnacle Bank, and it's banking loans and investing in Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, so well, I think I it's, Well, uh, I come from Bumblefuck Nowhere, so well, I can say this. I think that sounds like a Bumblefuck Nowhere bank, if you ask yeah. me, but hey, who hey, the hell Kansas, am I? Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, I mean. Hey, who the hell Bumblefuck am I? I come from Bumblefuck Nowhere, so I can say that. My neck is a little bit red from time to time, but hey, <laughs> whatever the hell happens is whatever the hell happens. Don't judge me. Uh, that's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. We got another segment up on tap. Before we sure get do. into the second half of the show, before we get a little weird, before we get a little wild, we got the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You see it on the screen. You see wow slash fee. Wow fee. Ralphie. The best Christmas movie of all time. How about that? The signs. The signs. What sign? What could that mean? Is there a coach with the name of Ralph? What could that mean? Mags, I might need you to dive deep and find if there's a coach with the name of Ralph because that might be the team that takes us to straight to the pay window today. I don't know. I'm just reading into signs here. Just, just okay. reading into signs with what's going into my mind. I don't know. But what I do know is money line dies. The Lal versus slash the fee. The Ralphie. The Ralph. I'm trying to rack my brain for a Ralph. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. There you go. The signs features the Los Angeles Lakers and the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, hey, if you ain't hot, you do. They were due yesterday, and boy, oh boy, did the Moneyline Dice come through for the boys. One and three on the week now, two and eight in their last ten overall. I do believe that the bullshit has come to an end, and we can get back on the winning side. Now, before we can send them on their daily roll, before we can get back on that winning side, we got to know what's going on with this matchup. So, partner, could you do the honors as always, sir? All righty, my friends. So we have on tap today Lakers and Sixers, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, TNT National Broadcasted Game. Ah, the Philadelphia TNT 76ers. Thursday. Ah, What's that? TNT, TNT Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Um, Philadelphia, minus 2.5 at home. Lakers plus 2.5 on the road. Total Ooh. is 218. The money, 66% of bets, 63% of bets on Philly. But... 
the way the Sixers have playing been playing, Lakers a little bit better, a little bit better lately. But the way this line is set makes me th- it seems a little bit too good to be true for this Sixers partner. However, yeah. no matter what happens, people still pour money on the Lakers. So I really don't know. I, I do not have the stones to personally back the Lakers. Otherwise, I might have came to this show with the Lakers as one of my best bets. But they are too damn goofy from time to time, from game to game, for hell's sake. So I really don't know, man. I really don't know. Okay, but. so the 76ers are at minus three. We're at minus three. They're down to two now. So a little something, something to think about. That was a drop you were not aware of. So I, well, you kept going down that rabbit hole. I wanted to say, okay. hey, that line is dropping I, down. So something to think about there. Where you see that there. on that? Uh, uh, you, what? It opened at three. It was at three. It was I know at you three said it dropped just, down to two, though. You just said two. Oh, it's two and a half on FanDuel. Sorry. Okay, so I, either way, it's dropping either from way. three. Either way. Either way. Uh, what What the? What the? I, who fucking cares? I know. I said either two. Way. Either way. Either way. Same shit. Same difference. 218. Who the fuck cares? First roll of the damn day. Are we going to the Lakers? Are we going to the Philadelphia 76ers? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but the damn dice do. So we all find out. In three, in two, in one. Away team! That's where I was hoping they would okay. go. Right. The Los Angeles Lakers. Away team! We're going money line and we're going ATS. Are we hammering these bad boys and getting a little bit of points, a little bit of extra extra backing, if you will? Are we getting the plus money poly straight to the pay window? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but I'll tell you who does. The dice. ATS! Okay. ATS. ATS. Unofficially, Los Angeles Lakers, A-T-S. Third and final roll of the day. Wild card roll, or maybe. Unless the dice don't double down or go to the total and they decide they want to go on some nonsense and have a couple other re-rolls. I don't know, neither does Mags, but we find out for the final time today. In three. In two. In one. Over! 218. I was correct for the final okay. time today. Over two eighteen. All right. I had no. I had no thoughts whatsoever on the total. The dice have spoken. Few. Want a guaranteed take two tickets straight to the pay window tonight. Not for me, not for Mags, not for any living, breathing human being on this planet, but for the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful Moneyline dice hammering right here, right now. The Los Angeles Lakers, plus two and a half, or wherever you're finding it on your book. Apparently there's a little discrepancy. And over 218 and their matchup with the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. All right, dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Two plays. Okay, Dice. Hey. Thank you, Dice. Trying to, hey, trying to chip away. Trying to big old. Hey, I guess that's what it is. Take some hacks out of that two and eight last ten, eh? Yeah, I guess that's what it is. There you go. There you have it. Two and O day coming up from the money line, Dice. I don't know. You be the judge. Hammered in or not. I'm uh, I'm saying they're back. I'm ready to rock and roll. So, for tracking purposes. Back. Dice back. One plus two. And back the Dice. Hot or do? Do for a hot streak? What are you saying over there? <laughs> Nonsense. Okay. Uh, Dice are hot or do or do Lakers for a hot streak. Versus Philadelphia. All right, we are good to go. Lakers plus two over two eighteen. It is now tracked 
in the tracking book. Okay, well, this show has officially gone all the way off the rails. It's time to uh, keep it falling off even more with the uh, second half of the show. So we'll kick things off here. First things first. Partner, what's been burning on your brain, melting on your heart, fessing on your soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 211 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous January the 27th, 2022. It's Thursday, my man. Oh, boy. Music trivia. Let's go. Music trivia coming down the pipe. I've got a handful of questions for you, my friend. Um, a little uh, mixed bag of stuff here. Mixed okay. bag of stuff here. You've been decent on the music trivia. Uh, only one as far as, I'll kick it off here. Only one as far as number one song on this day in year whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2017, number one song on this day. Before I give you any hits, 2017, uh, more of a rap. Um, 2017 on this day. Is it a group or is rap it just group. a group? Yep. Okay, rap it is group. a group. 2017, January 27. What am I doing? January 27th of 2017. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it in my mind, dude. This is like, mm, well, I, I, I guess I don't like, know exactly if this would have been. I feel like I had just got my truck. I feel like I was probably banging this bad boy. This would have been junior year in college. Winter. College. Oh damn! I'm yeah. I'm bass backwards. This I wouldn't know. I, we would have been in college. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Um. So twenty seven. So it is a group. So okay. Now I'm on a whole, totally different. Hundred well, percent. You would have heard this on party in parties on repeat at this time. Junior in college, and uh, so then that would have been Rutherford and the Oaks. Uh, is it is it fucking Ray Schremmerd or like are they the group or no? Okay, is it nope. Migo? Is Migos the it group? Is Migos. Then? Okay, it's the Migos. It so Migos. I, that, that was a, between those two. So then, because they had so much, because they had fucking. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was it off of Was it off of Culture Two or Culture One? Mm-hmm. No, it would have been Culture mm-hmm. Two. I have no idea. I think it would have been Culture Two, 2017. Oh dear. Blank and blank. That's my next hit. Blank and blank. Blank and blank. Song title. Oh, fuck. I, I got... Ah, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, and as soon as you said that, it just like... Oh, come on. 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 Dude. Why? I can literally see... I can see the fucking album title, and I can't... I can't see the fucking song, dude. I'm... Dude, dude, why am I blanket so hard right now? I this is, I'm gonna feel so stupid as soon you as are. I get this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh! I give up. I, I give up. Bad, bad and bougie. Bougie. Oh my gosh, bad and bougie. Oh my gosh, dude. I haven't listened to that song in so long, but I, yeah, I just, I, I just, damn, dude. I feel so <laughs> dumb. I knew I would like that. That I just couldn't. I couldn't get it. Ah, motherfucker. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double the Uzi. I mean, if that was the most overplayed, which not overplayed in a bad way, but overplayed song at parties <laughs> that year, I don't know what else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's my favorite Offset ad lib. <laughs> 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 All right, switching gears a little bit. Which rapper, produce, slash producer, slash entrepreneur was speculated to have earned twenty dollars per second in twenty fourteen? In twenty fourteen, rapper, producer, entrepreneur. One so person. that 
comes to like two people in my mind that would like really embody that. Fifty Cent. That's or, your guess. That's a no. Or Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Okay, yeah, those are my right two guesses. The time yeah. yeah, right around the time 2014 was when uh, I think beats were blowing up, right? Oh, damn, okay. Because, yeah, I was thinking, like, right around then was, like, vitamin water, like, some bullshit. Like, mm, I, I felt like right around too. then it was, like, pretty fucking... Well, the question I said, it was, like, what rapper in this? And I was like, well, it, he's more than... Mm, it was more than yeah. just a rapper that got but then, that. Yeah, because then that's why that, like, took me to 50 Cent. Because, like, 50 Cent... 50 Cent's like a fucking uh, a low-key entrepreneur motherfucker. Oh, so yeah. Don't, don't oh, talk yeah. about that Not a bad all. guess. Like, holy shit. Not a bad shit. guess. Okay. All right. Uh, and it's hard to quantify what the hell twenty dollars per second is. Too. I mean, obviously it's ridiculous, but I mean, there's twenty. Another twenty. Oh, twenty dollars. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Damn. Oh shit. Fuck. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> Justin oh, Timberlake. Shit. Fifteen fucking zeros in my bank account. Someday, yeah, actual exactly. millionaires. They just ain't paid us yet. Justin Timberlake. What career or what band started his career? What? Band was he Come when on. he started his career? The Backstreet Boys, dude. <clears throat> it's not the Backstreet Boys. Other boy band. Oh, oh, uh, In Sync. Yeah, NSYNC. yeah, I, yeah. I did spend too long since I've gone down a boy band train. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> all right. I didn't know it was, right. what. Um, what the fuck was I see? Uh, who who did I say? You said Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Um, the Backstreet Boys are doing something. I, I saw something about the Backstreet Boys. Maybe that was why was that back was, together or something. Yeah, there's like, like that. something. I saw something about them coming up soon. I I don't know. Maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm off my rocker. Maybe I'm. I, don't I know. know. I, I feel like right. there's something coming Unless up. With maybe them. that was like a year or two ago. But uh, maybe, maybe it could be. I don't know. Right. But they all look like old know. ass men now. It's fucking weird. All right, more of a fun fact, uh, but um, you may or may not know the qu- answer to this question. What uh-huh. American rock band uh, was founded as a one-person project in Seattle in 1994? So if that's not ringing any bells, essentially this man, uh, so the man that started this band was a former drummer uh, for another famous band whose lead singer died, and then he, in an attempt to start his own band, recorded an entire album the first album of this band by himself played all of the instruments individually and then mashed them all together into every single song on the entire album. To give you a hint, because you don't know, it's one of my favorite bands. Oh, Foo Fighters for sure. It is Foo Fighters. I know, yeah. I know you if I know Fun anything. Fun fact, dude. Dave, yeah, dude. Dave Grohl Dave literally Grohl? started the really? entire band by himself, and it was like a like a calling, no like calling, shit. calling other like musicians, and he. If, I think it's called Foo Fighters is the first album. The entire album is just him. All every no single shit. instrument. Yeah, and he dude, just it's awesome. me- he just meshed it all together. Cause like I can do that on like 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 I can produce beats like that. But like I mean it's the mm-hmm. same concept. Like I can play the saxophone, I can play the guitar, I fuck around piano a little bit. Mm-hmm. Damn, that would be wild, dude. Recording it and then just like post producing it and mastering it, like and a whole album. So I guess I don't know oh. if you like Master or like produced the entire thing himself. Either, but I know either he way, every, like, either way, he played every uh, instrument. Yeah, himself, as long yeah. as he fucking, as long as he did the More music. You know. Goodness, whoa! More you know. Hey, I didn't know that. Hey, learn something new every day. Appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, he was obviously the drummer of uh, for Nirvana, and then stayed in Seattle. Anyway, that's, that's uh, what I, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, it feels like Nirvana lead singer died. I was like, yeah, so that was Cobain, Cobain for sure. And I was just like, who uh-huh. the f- is it? Kroll? Like, I was just like, but that doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's if crazy. you've never heard that, yeah, that's yeah. fucking Anyways. crazy. Uh, lead singer of Fallout Boy. Who is it? Bastard. Ah! Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be a number one with a bullet. A loaded girl complex cocking bullet. Fuck. Going down, down in an alley of 
Brown Star to follow by Cover Band, dude. Uh, dude, shit. I'm telling you, that's that was my shit back in the day. Same. Ah, uh, that was my shit back in the day. Fuck, why can't I think of his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, last I'm name is the uh, same name as an NFL, NFL quarterback. Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna Pete be Wentz. here. Pete Wentz. Oh, it is Pete Wentz. I'll be shit. Dang. Man, man, oh man, oh man. I tell you what, I got him right here on the tip of the tongue, and yeah. I just think it's somebody else. And I'm like, nah, yeah. that's not right. I got to just stick with my gut here this week. What's going on with me? All right, I guess last one is a tough one that I didn't know. More of a fun fact. Uh, so if you don't know it, I won't blame you. What was the original name of the band Green Day? Um, Who do you know? Yeah, Yes, yes, I do, because I used to be such a huge fan of Green Day. Like, fucking, dude, like, that was the, the okay. band I grew up on as a kid. Um, I was such, I was just such a grunge little kid. It's so fucking funny. I was um, a fan. I didn't know this one though. Oh fuck! And it was right before. And it's like something. It's like something dirty. Like it. Ah, uh, but not really. It's like got a subliminal message. I can't fucking. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna get it. Sweet children. Yeah. You ain't gotten that one. No, no, that's not what I was thinking at all. Never mind. Maybe I didn't know it. It's not what I was thinking at all. Either way, Green Day was the shit, dude. I used to bang Green Day, dude. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Same, oh, dude. I had every album. I, it was like that, and then it led me into Fall Out Boy uh, in middle school, and then, you know. Yeah. Good Charlotte. Oh, please. Girls don't like boys, girls <laughs> like cars and money. <laughs> Boys will rock, laugh dude. at girls when they're not funny. There was, there was a period where it was like that became like kind of like like nah, kind of like a joke as far as like you know that type of music and just like over the top. And then yeah. now it's back to like dude, and now it's, it's like coming back. Dude. Album rocks. It's coming back. Like bro, I was I was hanging out the other day listening to uh, uh, what what what's the name of that good that good Charlotte album. Um, uh, lifestyles of the rich and the famous. I believe. Yes, it is. One of my, Damn, actually, one good. of the first albums that I actually personally own. Yeah, That's the main dude. reason why I know that one. Damn, it's good. It's that a hell of an album. That is an hell of an album. Yeah, and then because it's got the uh, the anthem on it too. This is yep. the anthem. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm absolutely jamming to that. As we might have to be. Playing a little bit of Good Charlotte here this afternoon. Hey, boy bands from our childhoods coming back to life here. What do you know about that? Because what's crazy is like, so I'm pretty, like, I don't make a whole bunch of them. And even, I think I might start actually. I'm pretty deep in the Instagram reels. Like, I spend some time on them from time to time because I pick up other ideas for other shit. And, um... Man, oh man, I, I tell you, they uh, they were, I totally just lost my train of thought. I'm not even going to lie. I just lost my train of thought on where we were going with fucking this shit. What were we just talking about a second ago? Because I, I had another. I'm trying to find one last good question. Because, yeah, that I know on. you, because uh, fucking my brain's going, you're fucking looking at something else. I don't know what the fuck we're Okay, just... here we go. Finish it on a good note that you should be able to get this one. Which female musician's shaved head photo sold for 500 grand back in 2007? Britney Spears. Britney bitch. Yeah, dude, come on. That one's easy. That one's easy. Hey, I had a good one for you. Dude. Speaking of photos sold for 150000 or whatever the fuck you just said. 500 k 500000 Your boy's officially in the NFT game. I've entered the NFT space, dude. I'm shitting fucking biscuits. <laughs> and I fucking, uh, as we were fucking recording that uh, reveal that I was telling you about, it fucking happened. So I'm about to lose my fucking shit when we get off the show. Um, you need somebody to explain them to you. I definitely can. I'm sure Mags can fucking attest to that at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I I am just so fucking hyped up. 
about these in the future of what it is. And, and I firmly believe like if you are millennial generation and you're doing anything as far as like in the creator space, if you're in our industry, sports gambling, but I, I truly believe that this is going to have like the NFTs are going to have applications within sports gambling as well. Like I truly believe that any move you make, you need to have that that vision of web three like what even fucking is web three that'll make your fucking noodles spin off your body but have that and then there's just this future of nfts and like what have that at the center of everything you do like it just it has to be at least or at least in the back of your mind because that is where we're going and like yeah i guarantee you it's going to be exactly like the dot-com boom i mean you can you can do do your own research you're going to hear hundreds and hundreds of people that are much smarter than i am talk this exact shit but it's going to be just like the dot-com boom sooner rather than later this shit's going to absolutely just delete the bubble's going to pop and then but those companies the amazons the ones that like nobody fucking believed in but like hey this is a really damn good concept this has some really good utility behind it but nobody's going to buy anything online that doesn't make any sense I mean, you know, maybe been checking out little plots in the metaverse, been hanging out in the sandbox, been uh, been deep into it, my friends. And I'm super excited about the about the future of this stuff. I mean, just the pictures, collecting the pictures in and of itself and the chance to, hey, maybe this project is actually really fucking huge and, and you might mint this for 0.08 Ethereum and then you, holy shit, next thing you know, it's worth 24 Ethereum and it's a life-changing JPEG. You just flipped a JPEG that changed your entire fucking life. That's very possible. But also, if you got diamond hands like your boy, you can get involved with some of these fucking companies that have some serious fucking utility behind them and make additional passive income and do a lot of additional other shit with these that I'm just like, I mean, it's stupid. It is so stupid that pe more people don't get involved. It is just, it, it is literally so simple and so basic. The, the, the biggest hurdle is figuring out what the fuck does it mean to be on OpenSea, to have a MetaMask, and to transfer from a crypto exchange. What does that mean? If you can figure that out, you can figure out the NFT game. Because all an NFT is, is a JPEG with some cryptic messaging behind it. Basically a serial number, if you will, that gives it its own personal rights on the specific blockchain whether that's ethereum or solana or whatever the case might be and that's just one part of it i mean it, it, it and the best thing i can say is to do your own research but yeah for sure like if you want to know anything let your boy know because oh, yeah. ooh, i'm telling you what i was i was that's why i was uh i was inactive for like three hours last night and i realized I was like oh fuck i gotta get back on the bird app like what the fuck <laughs> am i doing like i mean i well, was deep in the hole well, I told you yesterday after the show, like I'm still like I, I fully see the the boom that's coming for it and the the mm -hmm. advantages of getting in. And I was saying I just I'm struggling to just be interested in it. But the, what's kind of bringing me into being interested is that they just keep evolving in, and bringing in different spaces and different uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, ways that these can t you can like take I, advantage of, and, and it's just expanding into things that actually matter now is right. kind of the what's starting to get me interested. 100% like things that really, really matter. And man, Mags, I was down a rabbit hole last night and you guys too. I was watching the future of real estate and they have literally real estate brokers are already working in the metaverse and selling and exchanging virtual real estate. 
And when I tell you they have like full setup auditoriums that you go and fucking walk into and sit down and go through a full lecture of how to sell fucking real estate in the metaverse. And then you got other little breakout study sessions. There's these tables and they got these blue rings around them. And you're like, what the fuck's this blue ring? And he talks about it. You go into it and only the people inside the blue ring can hear the conversation. So it's not a bunch of going on in the fucking metaverse. There is so much shit. It is the future. It is here. It is. It is not. It's not going anywhere. And. The whole premise is this decentralization of currency and of liquid capital. That is literally what Bitcoin was built upon, and now it's become everything it is now. And, oh my gosh, Ethereum's dropped $1,000 over the last week, the value. Keep saying it. Love it. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Because, I mean, the amount of NFT projects that are coming out right now, and yes, you have to be very careful because you can get rugged very easily that's a common saying in the industry that's called rug pulled and that's basically you can get down a whole rabbit hole you think you got this nft project whoopity whoopity do and then the next thing you fucking know it ain't real and all they were doing was just setting up a fake wallet to steal everybody's fucking ethereum and then they just delete themselves off the face of the earth don't get caught in that uh i learned i almost learned the hard way but thank god didn't have any money in the old uh in the old account the old wallet so didn't have to learn the hard way but um, yeah, man, I, I, I could be here for hours and hours and hours beating the drum of why people need to get involved and get involved now because just don't say no, because here's the thing, like, don't be that person that we've all seen the meme. We've, we, we all live on the internet now, regardless of who you are, if you work on the internet or if you don't, uh, we all live on the internet. We've all seen the meme of those newscasters sitting on the couch and say well, what even is the internet anyway is it that yeah. that ad with the thing behind it don't be that person just don't say no just get involved and start doing some research and i promise you you'll start saying like it can't be that easy and it can't have all of this additional sh no, no no i promise you it does and there's a reason why See, the, the problem is, is it's getting like this elitist view right now. Like, oh, only elitists can get involved in NFTs and crypto. And that is the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever heard and the farthest thing from the truth. Point blank, period. And the thing is, is that you're seeing all these celebrities get involved because what do celebrities do and entrepreneurs do? They get involved in things at the early stages before they fucking blow up. So then they can take advantage of them when they blow up instead of getting in when they blow up and everything's already peaked out in value. Maybe just slide on in right now. You, If you ain't got a thousand to put it, you can buy. You can buy some for 30, 40 bucks. You can get your ears to the streets and know ones that are going to start booming soon, but also give you real world good utilities. I, hey, saying, I could be here for another two years, but I'm just, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you, it's, no. uh, it's very, it's very, 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 very smart to get involved. So, I agree, man. That's what I'll tell you. I need to do some deep diving. I've been doing it, dude, and I spent a whole week without uh, purchasing a single fucking NFT of doing research and building up my Discord of just potential ones. I mean, they got, dude, I got, I got to talk to our guy Scooter about this, uh, these old neopunks, man. These neopunks dude, are the next fucking thing. So you were, uh, he seems like, of all the people, not to get down a, a, pers a super personal rabbit hole, but he seems like the person that at least would be interested in that heart. Yeah, the, the Neopunks are fucking sick, dude. So they're basically 5D CryptoPunks. Like, the CryptoPunks, they're just pixelated, like the 1D. Like, these are mm -hmm. fucking 5D CryptoPunks. And, like, they are so sick. And basically, their whole premise, um, amongst a lot of other stuff, like, I love this project right now, dude. I want to get involved. Like, they haven't released a mint date yet. But basically, their whole idea is metaverse 
concerts and metaverse festivals and stuff. And, and, and Scooter even said something. He was like, oh, I want to go in person. Like, I, I'm like, dude, I don't know. You whip these bad boys on and you hop in one of those. And, and me knowing you, you ain't got to leave your bed, but yet you are fucking turning up at a festival somewhere. Horseshit, no. you wouldn't do that. So he and I, other people we know go to do the like the silent disco. Like, ah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I'm telling you, dude. So, <laughs> if you like so, that, yeah, I these, feel like you should so, also like that. Yeah, so these neopunks. And then Iconics has got some pretty good stuff going on. Where they, they got some nightclubs and stuff they're talking about for the, the metaverse. I mean, they're... they're the metaverse is a real fucking thing. It's going to be fucking wild, boys and girls. And if you if you want to know about NFTs, you want to start learning about this shit, and you're just like, where do I even begin? Just hit your boy up, because I don't want to spend every damn show here talking about fucking NFTs for crying out loud. But just hit your boy up. Let me know, hey, I, I'm kind of interested. Where the fuck do I even start? Because literally, I knew nothing probably about two, three weeks ago, and now I am a proud holder of some non-fungible tokens whatever the fuck that means (laughs) let's go uh all that being said there you go there you have it on my soapbox partner what the fuck else is going on dude how about some sports updates, dude? Ooh, um, please, I mean, please. Sports updates. This is a sports gambling go. show at the end of the day. Sports, sports gambling show. So um, we've got Bears moves coming down the pipe, or that came down the pipe. We got the Broncos. Yeah, Iron, I mean, uh, I suppose we can talk a little bit more about Eberflus. We really didn't get too deep. Uh, sure. in, in anything Before you else do that, we don't have go to ahead. spend too much time on it. Uh, Dan Quinn uh, has a form teams that he's apparently staying with the Cowboys. So Dan wow. Quinn taking himself yeah, out. Yeah. Our- our boy, uh, our boy Drew, uh, shout out Drew Fructal. Um, uh-huh. He, he uh, quoted me when I said, "Hey, Matt Eberflus, solid. Not, uh, not, not too opposed to that." He was like, "Yeah, at least y'all didn't steal Dan Quinn from us." And I yeah. was like, "You know, I, I don't know. I don't know because, heart, yeah, because the here's the thing. Talking about here's him. the thing. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Spectacular season as the DC for mm-hmm. Dallas. I think he's found his spot in his home and his position he needs because last time I checked. Atlanta Falcons hadn't done shit in a fucking decade over his tenure, so I, I don't know that he needs to be a head coach right off the bat once again. I, I just because he's had one solid, def- I think maybe he found his niche and what he needs to be doing. I think he I needs agree. to be more at the player level and not at the man in the high castle level. I agree. Well, my person, I, I, he's, he's the this way guy. That, the he's way this guy. Are, he's this guy on the sideline. Like, this, There's this, certain. Other shows have talked about people that have coordinator face, and I think he's a guy that has coordinator face. It's just yeah. a guy that when you put in a head coaching role, you just don't see him as a head coach. My personal right. thoughts as far as that is um, uh, the year that they went to the Super Bowl, it was uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan leading that offense with Matt Ryan, who turned Matt Ryan into his best super, or best yep. uh, tournament into an MVP that season. So yep. was the defense solid? Yeah, but the success from those teams, I honestly attribute to – uh, the offensive other people minds that they yeah. had in there yeah most definitely so yeah I that just a bullet yeah I, I also think that uh him as a dc for sure is the right spot for him to be and yeah. i mean that's that's no hate a little bit of a pay cut to be more happy and not have to deal with bullshit as a head right. coach sign me up right. dude like you're yeah, still Michael making over there you're still making the a smooth if you want to you're still making a smooth couple million over the next oh, yeah. few years fucking chill out in the fucking sky box and watch DC the game dog come relax on. come on you're good you're hanging out in the star like i'll take it and i hate the cowboys like let's let's rock and roll uh okay dallas cowboys what else we got nfl wise uh let's see uh Bears, yeah, I, guess. I mean ebra yeah i uh, so i saw one th- okay so you're gonna hate me you're gonna I, hate this Firing a Ryan as GM and Matt as coach and hiring another Ryan about as that? GM and Matt as coach is the epitome of Chicago Bears so, football. That's what I was going to start with. I was like, <laughs> as if, as if, as if this craziness couldn't, because it happened when like, when they were like, when they brought in Ryan Poles, I was like, hmm, 
Another Ryan. Ryan Pace, okay. Ryan Poles. For sure. Okay. okay. And another P. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then in comes Eberflus, and I was just like, oh, fuck. I, I've always just referred to him as Eberflus. That's fucking Matt Eberflus. That's Ryan and Matt. We literally just replaced Ryan and Matt with Ryan and Matt. What the hell is going on? Is this a parallel universe? Are we about to be stuck in more nonsense? I... I don't think so. I hope not. I mean, obviously, we talked about it at the top of the show. I think the dumbest thing you can do with going after basically burning any future capital now for the foreseeable future and going after Justin Fields with eighth overall pick or the fourth or whatever the hell it was. I got to go back and watch or listen to that show, dude, because we were live recording the pod. I would be <laughs> yeah. so interested how we sounded during that like time. like 13, right? Yeah, 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 somewhere. Either way, you do that, and then you're going to bring in a defensive coach. Like, defense has not been our problem. I, I said it as soon as we were done, like our season was done, like week 15, week 16. I said, you know what? I'm incredibly impressed with Sean Desai, and I don't think he needs to go anywhere. I think Sean Desai is the future of the Chicago Bears defense. He proved that he was when we had 15 fucking dudes out on COVID, and then half the other roster decided they just didn't want to show up or some shit, and we were playing with the fifth, fourth left out water boy, and we were Mm -hmm. still getting it done on the defensive side of the ball. I said, damn, Sean Desai's got a pretty damn good scheme that I can buy into, so why the fuck did we feel the need we needed to bring in Eberflus. Now, maybe, maybe Eberflus has got something offensive cooked up. I don't know. Maybe it's a pretty similar offensive. Maybe they're thinking he can bring something over. I don't know. I would like a little bit of revamp and rejuice to my offense, especially with a top-tier quality product like Justin Fields. I would hope to not see a sophomore slump after the fucking clusterfuck that his freshman year was, but... Knowing the Chicago Bears, they can't fucking make a quarterback good to save their damn lives. So why would that make any type of sense to bring in a quarterback guy? Because, oh, hey, look, we brought it. Uh, here you go, McCaskey. Well, all of these research firms taught me that I should bring in a quarterback guy. And over the last five years, it has caused me nothing but hate. He brought in Mitchell Trubisky and, and now Justin Fields. And we see how well that worked up. Now, I'm not a football guy, but we see how well this has worked out. And uh, I think we're going to go defense this time around. What do you think, Ryan? Okay, sounds good. Hey, what do you say, Matt? Come on over. Come on down. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. know I, man. I, I don't hate Matt. The more we're talking about it, like I don't. Right. I think he. I think he could be a really solid coach. And I do too. And that's just, the thing. Like that could lead to success. But even the success that the Bears have had over the last two decades wait is a minute. one out of five years. Light bulb. And it's all. And they put together a fantastic defense. But, and but I, wait. Yeah, go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, light bulb. We still got Bill Lazor. That that's the only competent times that offense has looked over the course of the last few seasons. The only reason that offense didn't look... I just was totally overlooking old Billy Boy. I don't know why the fuck I was just doing that. Let him call the plays. Get the fuck out of the way. Eberflus ain't doing nothing offensively. I can assure you of that. If anything, he's going to have his hands on the defense. I like Bill Lazor calling the offense. His offense is solid. We, we, Me and you both know that. We talked about it in the fucking season previews. We said, damn, if fucking... If old Lazor calls the plays, like, hey... And then and, and, and I know that, that that faces you being a Packer fan. If he calls the, if he calls the plays... Shit gets to picking up in Chicago. They have the better, fucking weapons. It was better than Nagy. I don't know that it's confirmed good, though. I, I mean, I think it's, it's a lot fucking... I think he can put up at least fucking 28 points a fucking game with Lazer's offense. You ain't fucking putting up 14, I'll tell you that. Okay. Not that. Hey, keep making the fucking face, dude. You're going to have to deal with Jordan Love and the bullshit for the next fucking 10 years. So you're going to be soon in this boat, and after two years of living with fucking... Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks, you're going to have to come into the trenches with the rest of the fucking peons and the peasants and the common folks. So 
get ready for it. You're not going to be uh, enjoying it all too much because you're just going to be in this. Sh- I swear, dude, Rodgers leaves. The NFC North is going to be the worst division in football. Worst division in football. Fuck the NFC East. NFC North is going to be the worst division in football. I mean, I'm calling it January 27, 2022. We'll we might be talking about it in the season previews for 2022, 2023. When everything shakes out, who knows what the hell is going to go on. He's staying around or not. I don't know. I don't know. Of course, of course, now pretty much signed, sealed, delivered for the most part that Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver now. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that pretty much takes that off the table. I, actually, actually, yeah, that, that alleviates any worry I really had there. I think um, with them, you know, bringing in Nathaniel Hackett, I'm sure you were you were gr- glad to see him go. You don't really need him as an offensive weapon anymore. Let's send him on over to Denver. And, oh, wouldn't it just so happen? Team that uh, Aaron Rodgers was toying with uh in in this past offseason he just so happens to go there mm. ah, mm, ah what do i know i'm not on the ends of the nfl or anything i just know how to read writing on the wall but mm, okay i don't know who knows he's maybe. going to denver you think i i don't know i don't know who, who am i i don't know I maybe don't know he's, maybe he does maybe he doesn't i don't know all i know is i'm fully anticipating as soon as i open up this bird app again today that everybody's going to be talking about he's going to fucking denver oh, and i tweet and i tweeted that i was like the first thing i tweeted this morning is like I, cue the Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. I've seen more of that. Like people saying, oh, here comes the, <laughs> like expecting it. And, and then obviously it eventually happens. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll fucking see. We'll that. see, dude. We'll see. It's going to be wild. It's going to be nonsense. But hey, I uh, got the midday market report to be on in about an hour and oh, a half right. here. So uh, we'll wrap things up here. A little bit of motivation minutes. And uh, that's about it. So any other major, because NFL was like the major, major, major fucking nonsense going on right now. Anything right, else we just missed? double check and see if we got. I uh, already mentioned Big Ben officially gone. No surprises there. And uh, Byron Leftwich, not official yet, but looks like the leading candidate. I don't know what's keeping that, uh, holding that up. Um, I guess the holdup is over who will have control of the roster. Leftwich wants Trent Balky out. Okay. Mm, interesting. Mm, mm. I, well, <laughs> yeah, fucking know. just friggin' dumpster. It's been a dumpster fire. Let Leftwich yeah. do what he wants to do, Shad. Stop fucking around. You you still have your entire yeah. fan base with their avatars on their social media as a damn clan in yeah. the form of you, Mr. Khan. So maybe think about what the hell you're doing, Don Air and Duval Connie. I'm with you. That's all I got to say, because yeah. I'd sure I'll, like to watch I'll, I'll some fucking you. enjoyable football down there in Duval County. I think Same. it'd be quite swell. I think the Worth NFL it. would be a better league with the good Jacksonville football team, but I digress. At least fun. At least fun, Jacksonville. Can they just, yeah, can they just not be a shitty team? Like, we can right. keep the Jets shitty. We can keep the Giants shitty. Just make the Jags fun. They're At least they're in a good climate, at least. Like, sure. fuck, maybe <laughs> I want to go watch a game sometime. Like, this shit, let them be fun. Swim in the pool. I mean, shit. They got they got old Duval or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, the, the old Tiger. I don't know. Is his name Duval? I don't fucking. Oh, I think. I don't know. Either way, I mean, they, 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 they already got the fucking flash and bang. The dude jumps <laughs> off the top of the fucking stadium and parachutes down for crying out loud. I mean, they got everything set. They just need the product on the field. They got QB one now. They just need the product on the field and somebody oh. to lead the men and maybe not get caught playing a little finger dancing at their local fucking pub. Right. Well. Pew, pew. Uh, Jackson Deville is their mascot. Jackson Deville. That would mm. uh, that would make some sense there. There you go, Jackson Deville. All right, uh, a couple of key updates for motivation minutes. We we'll get on stuff out of here. Over here. <laughs> wise words. Uh, wise words. Season two, episode number eight, dropped yesterday, uh, featuring the legendary Kevin Roth at Kevin Roth WX on Twitter. 
Uh, he is all about the weather. Gave us tons and tons and tons of good insights, good advice. Uh, we're going to have to shoot for round two to get some good video content with him because he is just an absolute electric factory. He is such a nerd for the weather, man, and I absolutely love it. I love when people are as passionate about their lane, what they do, as I am with what I do because a lot of people will look at you like, how the fuck do you see that that interesting and you're still just gung-ho about everything right. losing your mind? And I, I just... I can really attest with that. So, hey, go check it out. Awesome show. Check out all of the previous ones. We got uh, episode number nine, Lockdown, episode number 10 in process. So, seems to be uh, we got the rest of season two taken care of. Then we'll go on a little bit of a break. And then, holy shit, wise words, season three? What? Okay. There you go. There you have it. Uh, Cup of Joe on campus. Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We got a loaded, loaded, loaded. We got Michigan State, Michigan this weekend. I mean, this is this is the college basketball weekend, my friends. Uh, so we'll be coming to you live 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time on all of our social media platforms and the YouTube. Uh, and then no UFC this weekend. If you hadn't looked ahead, if you hadn't uh, heard me talk about it yet, so no UFC blog. Uh, no college basketball board report this afternoon. I'll be talking about the entire board, dishing out my best bets again mm. on uh, the midday market report with old uh, Jeff Dawson. Uh, uh, we'll go through all of that. Mags might be a golf capper. Shout out. I wore my title list hat here today. How's we'll it going for you so far? Not so hot? Uh, Not dead by any means. Okay. Not uh, lighting the world on fire after all day right. one. I actually, so I did it on Tuesday. I th- was assuming it was Thursday through Sunday. Did not realize it was going to be a little Wednesday through Saturday trying to avoid NFL Sunday. Yeah. Didn't, doesn't make a difference as far as ah. what I did. I was just like, I, I it was like five o'clock in the afternoon and I saw ESPN had like feature groups. I was like, oh, oh what, what, what is oh. it? Mm. Yeah, I, re- <laughs> so I realized that the last second. to start, but also nowhere near dead. So uh, okay. important well, day hey, today. Important I, day I today. wore the old Titleist lid Appreciate in support, it. my friend. I knew uh, knew we were in the thick of it, so I, I knew we need a little extra vibes for sure. But hey, yeah. also shout out ESPN and ESPN Plus. This whole fucking now I don't have to have the damn golf channel on Please. fucking Thursdays and Fridays Please. to watch golf. Are you kidding me? <sighs> golf co- right into dude, my fucking veins, don't dude. Get me on a, Come don't on. get me on a soapbox about Come golf on. coverage, dude. For freaking sakes. Make it easier. Come on. I'm all about it, dude. I'm fucking all about it. I can't. I can't wait. I've already been dove deep the last the last week because last week was the first airing of it. And now I've been already into this week. I mean, it's good. I'm gonna be excited. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Let me get on a soapbox. Wait, we will go down it. I know it. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. Uh, you looking for more uh, TTL content? Uh, Want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere in between? Visit the link tree in this episode's description. You can find uh, all of our mags, social media channels, all of my social media channels, all of uh, our additional content, talkingtheline.com. Stop by there, too. Uh, we have an additional tab for each of our shows and all of our additional content on talkingtheline.com. Check that out. Stop on by. You got any suggestions, something you want to see? Scroll all the way down at the bottom of the homepage. Drop something in there. We'll be more than happy to bring it to whatever content we're doing um outside of that that's all i got partner one final time any uh news like gonna blow my head off that we need to uh cover before we get into some motivation minutes no sir let's rock it okie dokie artichokey final segment of the day my motivation minutes now i heard a legend say the quote the other a quote the other day and it was from a podcast I was watching, and I uh, went back and watched this podcast. This podcast was actually a little while ago. But it was the legendary Mike Tyson, hmm. and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Dr. Joe Rogan, that is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> always got to get my opportunity. Um, and he was talking about, Mike was, about discipline. 
And I thought it was really interesting because I always talk about discipline on the show and, and, and that is key to chasing your dreams. And he was talking about if you don't have discipline, if you lack discipline in your life, you will give up on the slightest sign of struggle or pressure or uncomfortability, anything like that, you will instantaneously give up. And he's like, if you don't have discipline, you can't be around me. You can't stay from around me if you don't have discipline. I don't need any of that bullshit because then you're just going to start me being lazy. Forget that nonsense. So that's kind of the preface to it and what they were what they were talking about. And he said this quote, and, you know, I kind of wanted to give some perspective on it. And, and maybe the next time you got to do the dishes or take out the fucking trash or clean the apartment or go walk the dog. Maybe you can think about something, some of the perspective I'll give you here. So Iron Mike said, discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. Discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. So yeah, I'm not going to lie. I hate doing dishes. Motherfuckers come over to my house. They think I love doing them. Motherfuckers say, why are you standing up doing dishes, bro? Put them motherfucking shits in the dishwasher. Eh, I'm cool. I'll be over there in a minute. Ain't no big deal. Because I might have a little conversation with myself. I might do have a little something fucking, I might come up with a joke in my head. I might be telling somebody later. I don't know what's going on in that situation, but I have attained the ability to do this. And I tell you what, it makes the most mundane, stupid, I don't want to knuckles dragon bullshit do this today into the most, hmm, I think I can accomplish this. So toss on a little music. You got, you got clean your pump. Throw on a little music. Do a little dancing. Dance around the vacuum cleaner. If you're a guy and you got you don't want to clean your fucking apartment, tough titties, you got to clean the apartment, pal. Hey, imagine. Imagine your vacuum cleaner some top 10 model and you're serenading her at the old Met Gala, dancing around. I know I'm fucking dumb. I know it's stupid, but it's the brain is so powerful, my friend. And it doesn't have to be that severe. It can be something very, very fucking simple. simple but do a little skip while you're taking out the trash. Do a little whistle. Maybe take a time to think about something that's been really important to you. How can I how can I improve this part of my life? Do what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. And if you do that, the things that you actually love to do and are actually chasing after in this life will come to you much quicker and much easier. Because when the going gets tough going towards those things, which I can promise you it will, it won't seem like there's any going at all because the shit you hate, you're doing like a fucking fart in the wind. It ain't no big fucking thing. I love life. Everything's great. And then the shit you love, that's just cranked up to a million. So everything, you're fucking vibrating up here while everybody else is just fucking vibrating down on that low frequency. So discipline not only has just a, a little bit of benefit in making sure your house stays kept up or you know, whatever the case might be. You can see it has kind of a butterfly effect in your entire life. So if you start small with little things, if you stay disciplined in the things that you hate and do them like you love them, I promise you that the big things will not be so hard and it will be much easier to stay disciplined and you will reach your goals, your dreams, your passions much faster than you ever would have realized. So my friends... I've been spitting straight fire. I'll tell you what, just doot, doot, I do my own horn there. We've been had some good messages this week. Uh, this was obviously not mine, but uh, my perspective behind it. I hope uh, you got some stuff out of that. But once again, discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. From the legendary Iron Mike Tyson. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day.
Solid stuff, my man. I personally am a uh, jamming as hard as I possibly can while doing dishes type of guy over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 150%, dude. No question about it. Or maybe I'm fucking, I got the dog on, maybe I got the dog on hose, uh, fucking, I'm washing down the fucking, I'm fucking, it's, so what it's about, a damn gun. I don't know what I'm, so I, I, I just I, I personally like do okay, fool. but what about, what about taking out the trash when it's zero degrees outside? I, I personally do okay. I kind of like make myself like just. I just act feel like, like a, a madman out there. Yeah, I just act like a goofy fuck while yeah. I'm doing it. I just, just I know. Just and I know yeah. Fuck, 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 shit, motherfucker, yeah. Just act like a goofy son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Just get up and go on and do it because We're on the same page. Just oh curious. yeah, because then just the little that little guy that'll spin around in your head and just say, nah, nah, you can play one more game of UFC. Nah, you can get one more game of Madden. And nah, nah, you're okay. That one game turns to five, turns to ten, mm. turns to three mm. in the morning. Mm. Your fucking mm. trash ain't going out for the next mm. week. Don't do it. Don't do it. Supply a little bit of discipline and watch your life go in the direction and to places you only imagined. That officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Okie dokie are too much chokies. Partner, anything else you got before I send us on about our Thursdays here, my friend? No, sir. That is all we've got today. All right, well, my friends out there, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans, a terrific start to your afternoon here, filled with nothing but ticket cash and all the way through to the late evening. You know we got that covered for you as well. Early action. All of you guys out there, your likes, your comments, your shares, your retweets, your 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 subscriptions, your views, everything. I know I'm forgetting shit, but everything you guys do, we see ya. And what I'm trying to tell you is we appreciate the fuck out of you. From the bottom of our hearts, I mean it, I mean it. It's because of you guys that we get to chase our dreams and passions every single day and bring badass content to you and open doors and make connections and join networks and send this damn TTL rocket ship to the moon. It is because of you guys and we started this journey because of you guys, not because of us. We're just a couple of goobers who like to get on a podcast and talk every single day and then spread a little positivity. It's because of you guys why we get to keep coming back. So thank you, thank you, thank you. One more time. Everybody seems to love it. Have a spectacular rest of your Thursday unless you have any other plans. And make sure you get today's best bets locked in so you can say with me and my partner at this end of every single damn piece of content we do. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>